Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 148 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, and I'm joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Saylor, who can't talk yet. I'll tell him when he can talk because he's out on the links somewhere, somewhere. I don't know what's what. Oh yeah, you can't even answer yet, Willie. You just gotta hold on. You just gotta hold your horses here, buddy. This is a this is a one man show right now. I'm plugging things in, unplugging things. But Willie, you're on now. What's up? What 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 hole are you on? Come on, man. I ain't, I don't golf. That's just playing into your white collar Willie kind of thing. I don't I play. Just- See, that's I was the... just playing into that. I drink Budweiser, chew school straight. I don't, I don't go golfing. You go pouches. Stop lying. I drink Budweiser mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and chew and chew school straight. Yeah. America. Listen, you're you perpetuate your own stereotype, and then now you're just putting on a front that you're that you're an American, you know, just an everyday American guy. We all know who you are. Just, just embrace it. Embrace your or your 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 white collarness. No. No, anybody that anybody that bought that I was going golfing, you know, they they're the ones that bought into it. I'm out here in Colorado. I visited the USA wrestling a little bit, and uh, did you get did uh, Coach Zadik put you through a workout? Did you get a workout in? Yeah, we did the incline. I broke a record. <laughs> the slowest ascent. Apollo Ono. Were you the, the record for the incline? Guys, I beat that. So everyone, I, beat that. I was on a four wheeler though. Yeah, go ahead, Willie. You were on a four-wheeler. A four-wheeler would not get up there. Um, if you ever can, if you can ever do the incline, I, I highly recommend it. It was something cool I got to do. Just to know that, like, all the – not just for, like, the physical part and, like, the view's cool, but, like, just to know, like, Apollo Ono, Jordan Burroughs, every, like probably, – probably every American legend the last how many years has done the incline, right? It's an amazing thing to do. But anyways, it's like a mile or two, like, straight up in the air. 
Apollo, it, like a half hour, I think, is a pretty solid time. Apollo Ono did it in like 14 minutes or something insane. Yeah, it was either 14 or 16. And they said he used to, um, they say he used to do it with. Now I don't know. They didn't. He didn't do it in that time. But they say he used to do it with a 45 pound plate on his back. I mean, what a what a he's a maniac. He's a, he's a speed skater, but he's like. Oh, that's like more more than human. I one of the fastest people they say that could ever go up it for that was a wrestler was Michael Martinez. Do you remember him, Willie? Yeah. Yep. He wrestled at Wyoming. Apparently he was like insanely fast up it. And I think Cejudo was really good too. Anyways, do yes. the incline. Do the incline. Willie never will. Willie never nah. will. Nah. Nah, I ain't doing the incline. You're out on you're out on fitness, huh? I'm I retire I'm retired on fitness. Cl- uh uh People are trying to stir up a, trying to create division between us and get us to wrestle each other. I'll smash. You want one more match? You want me to come out of retirement? You won't do it. You you won't do it. You won't make weight. You, you won't make weight. You gonna make me make weight? That's your only out. Your only out. <laughs> if, I, if I'm like I ain't cutting down there. Huh. How much do you weigh? Venom versus white collar. I mean, just that, just that right there. I can just see the see the posters. No, I don't want to wrestle you actually, because I'll get. I'm not good at wrestling. Um, how much do I weigh? I, I I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one. Nobody wants to know that. Come on. Um, but you know the show. The show Willie's brought to you by um, Under Armour Scrap- Wrestling, which you can get at ScrapLife.com. I think you're contractually obligated with the ScrapLife.com Under Armour agreement to. Explain how much you weigh. I'm, I'm fat. I weigh like 58. 158. Yeah. All right. Well, we. I weigh a little less than that. We should meet at 40. 140. That would be very healthy for you. you um. You could do it. Yeah. I mean, I could. I could do it. Let's just have a yeah. weight losing contest instead of a instead of a uh, instead of a wrestling match. I might have a better chance of that. So there's there's a lot going on, Willie. A lot going on in this wrestling world. It's a, it's a fine time for you to get out of town. I mean, this is perfect, perfect timing. What do you mean it's a you, fine time? I mean, of all times, there's there's a lot going on. There's a lot of. I mean, first of all, you're supposed yeah. to be Mister Mister High School, Mister Recruiting. You're 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 off, um, you know, gallivanting the countryside, and while Chase Singletary and, and Caleb Romero commit to wrestle at, at Ohio State. Yeah, that's huge. Huge, right? Yeah, is Romero's Romero's like a guy. I I think he's. It's odd because he's one of the best wrestlers that. No that, one knows. That no one knows, kind of. You know, the people in Ohio know him, um, but he doesn't travel a whole bunch. But the dude's legit, and so th- those were two big pickups. Um, I haven't really thought about it, but man, they. They must be stretching that money. They got a lot of studs. <laughs> Well, you wonder if do you get someone like Caleb Romero at a discount when you know he's not he doesn't have that big profile name? Are all the national powers coming after him as hard um, right. relative to his talent level? Maybe you get someone like that at a at a discount, even though right. he's he's super legit. You know, I wonder. So so many of these kids, so many of the ranked kids in in high school wrestling are on the national circuit in some way, shape, or form. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to Super 32. They're going to Fargo, Junior Duels, 
Akron, et cetera, et cetera. They're all on that. Mm-hmm. The, the real, but there's a lot of good kids that don't do that, right? There's so, not. There's not. There's not a lot of good kids that don't do that. Oh, really? It's like super rare. Yeah, I mean Romero's rare. Romero's rare. But yeah. if you can find those guys, holy cow! But they're, they're hard to find because they don't. You don't get to see them wrestle much. So is Caleb, um, is Romero like uh, G- oh, Gabe okay. Dinish so, a little bit? There's like, um, I mean, I can't say he's going to be a national champ, but he's darn good. Okay. You know, Dean was a little, Dean was a little bit, and I don't know, maybe Romero does play football, but Dean played multiple sports. Are you, you know? kidding me? G- Caleb Romero is like the best football player in Ohio. He is? Yes. He's amazing. I was just, I like, I go, I tweeted. So maybe he is Dean-like. Yeah. And maybe, and maybe that explains a lot why he doesn't travel as much. He's like a like full blown jock like quarterback stud football player like he's a monster he puts up like insane stats he's not even big you know yeah yeah so I don't know but there, you know there's Cam Coy and there's Brian Courtney didn't travel too much but now he is but now he is um but yeah that I mean the the wrestlers that are the wrestlers that are legit. Pretty much all travel. I mean, it's hard to find a guy that doesn't travel. Yeah, that's really that's really that good. Yeah. So they get Romero the one day, and then the next day, Singletary. Which, for Ohio State, I mean, can you talk about more perfect timing, perfect guy, uh, fit? I mean, this guy's gonna redshirt, and then Snyder's gone, and then boom, he's your heavyweight for four years. I mean, yeah, that, I was, that's picture perfect for Ohio State. Yeah, and I think you know, Singletary is an excellent. I mean, he's an excellent recruit overall. But he, he's, I, I kind of, I like him a, a lot more. I, I think he's gonna be awesome in folk style because I think he can ride very well. Right, I mentioned that he's gonna have to, he's gonna, he's gonna have to put on some muscle, but um, you could tell by his trajectory. I mean, how, how much he was growing that it was gonna be difficult for him to ever be a ninety-seven. He's like six three, like legit. He's tall. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's a great fit, and it's a, it's a big story, man. Ohio State, they're they're looking pretty strong here for for years to come. They're doing a good job, and the the race for the number one recruiting class is going to be super competitive this year. You know, you got Iowa has some uh, great ones. Of course, Cornell mm-hmm. has two of the top four. That's that's pretty helpful. Now Ohio State's coming, and who knows who's done? There's still some big names out there yet to be unsigned. Uh, you know, if Iowa is linked to both Jacob Warner and uh, Brady Berge. If they he, they get both of those, they're probably looking at the number one class. But still a lot a lot yet to be determined there. So Yeah, a lot to be determined. A really good group, right? Really good class. You you really you, you gotta like it. I mean I mean I mean, you know. I mean seriously Lee, Yanni, Dayton, home I mean, you can kind of throw those up. That's almost like uh, p- pick your what, – what's your favorite, right? You yeah. know, there's there's not a lot between those three as far as ability level, accolades. They've all done really big things. Every and, year, every year there's almost like – Mark Hall was clear number one. What's that? Like Mark Hall was like the clear number one last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, every year I guess – you look at guys and you're like, well, here, you know, the top 10 are like can't miss, right? 
because you think that at the time, but really, like, I mean, a Yanni's a can't miss, right? How, I mean, Dayton, Dayton's how, a can't miss. How does it, yeah, like, how do those not work out awesomely? Like, how is someone like Yanni, Dayton, Spencer, how is that not going to end very, very well? Like, what, what, what changes? I mean, the only thing is injury, right? There's no, like, questions like maybe you had with Chance or, or, or someone like that, like, yeah. Love wrestling, love competing, super talented, super skilled. I don't know. Where does it go wrong? But, you know, you say that and it happens sometimes. It's really. It happens. Kind of unbelievable. I think we're seeing less of that, though. And I think we'll continue to see less of that. Why do you think that would be? Why are we seeing it I less? Just, um, it's so much know. more competitive. I mean, my theory. More, more education, more, um, more caution. Mary Tales, more national competitions. You have you have to be more dedicated maybe than before. Is that true? I don't know. That absolutely. C- I could it's be. Absolutely. So it's absolutely you, true. So if you have to be more dedicated, that just shows a degree of like character and maturity. Um, as long as you don't get burnt out, which is also that's the other. It's a real thing. That's a thing that happens in wrestling because it's the hardest freaking sport, but it's also the greatest. So there has to be a genuine love there, and if that's there, then. You know, you put A, B, and C together. It's gonna, it's gonna work out well nine times out of ten. But yeah, I well, think, I think th- what it takes to reach the highest level, it requires so much more out of you. So with that, there's, there's less likelihood of, of a bust. And I think they're, <clears throat> I think they're cutting weight less too. I, mean, I think they're figuring it out in college anyway that they're, they're not cutting weight as hard. Yeah. They're figuring out, you know. Uh, me and you often have debates about you know, <laughs> moving, moving up, and but the the reality is that the track record of, of guys moving up is that that they perform as well or better, yeah. and uh, especially over the course of a college season. Um, Seriously, I, I think a lot of the a lot of the coaches, um, you know, ten twenty years ago were of my opinion, right? You got to cut. You got to cut down. You're small. And now it's kind of they're not they're not married to that idea. They're like, you know, it's a long season. It's a grind. You know, stay up, be healthy, don't kill yourself cutting weight. And I think that that contributes to less burnout too. For sure. That's a good point. Good point, Willie. Wow. Is it that ele- I'm a, I'm a, is that I'm elevation? A, was that like promoting like good brain flow or something? I tell you what, it's promoting bloody nose flow. I woke up this morning with a bloody nose. Every, like a lot of times when I come to the Springs or or, or Denver, I think it's elevation. Wow, does that happen on planes? Sometimes. Really? Woke <laughs> up, put a, put a nose plug in. Willie, you must be such a sight on a plane. First of all. Willie is the loudest snorer of all time. I I don't think I'm I'm breaking any trust there. So, but Willie can fall asleep. So I can imagine like you snoring plus just waking up with a bloody nose. What do people think about you? And of course you're in first class, right? So everyone's they're like, wow, hey, who is this guy? I don't sleep on planes that much anymore. I work. I try to too. I can't. Well, I can't fall asleep. We gotta work on the planes. Get that. Get that. Uh, bo- boingo. Was it? What's it called? Go go wireless! I go. just got. I, I just had to. I just had to do the, do the damn thing and sign up for the fifty dollars a month because it's just, it's too much. Fifty dollars a month? 
people don't pay yeah. that for like internet at their house. I know, but if you do it the other way, it's like, you know, twenty bucks a flight. You Willie, fly. you don't fly that much. Uh, this <laughs> month, I, I... <laughs> Willie, if you just paid for like the full day pass every time you flew, I bet it wouldn't be fifty. You know how much I paid? You know how much I paid in GoGo in the last two weeks? How much? I don't know. A lot. <laughs> like, like eighty bucks. All right, maybe, maybe so. All right, well, best of luck to you. You should share your login. No. Hey. <laughs> Um, you want me to be retired, huh? You don't want me to make that weight. Oh, please. You can't. First of all, you won't. You will never make the weight. If it's 140, you will never make it. You're not. You're that's, not your, that's your saving grace. Hey, saving listen, grace. you you set the weight. We'll agree to it. I don't I don't want to do it in front of anyone. I just want to, you know. <laughs> so you want to have simulation matches before we actually. I mean, yeah. This was to see how it goes. Speaking of retired, I thought that Jordan Burroughs was retired or contemplating retirement. Um, yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know. The, the when I read the when I read his blog, I thought uh, he's retired or thinking about retiring. But I guess then he's not. He's not. He's not. But I. So when that came out, Holmes saw it first. And he's like, "Hey, is, is he saying what I think he's saying?" I read it, I'm like, that sounds like he's at least thinking about it. So I'm like, well, what does Willie think? Willie reads it. Yeah, that's what I think he's like. Okay. So we rolled it. It wasn't even, it wasn't even like, that wasn't, I didn't have to think about it. I was like, oh, look, he's thinking about retiring. It was pretty clear to me. But then, and then he said he's not. So, um, I don't know. I'm glad he's not. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he's not. I want more Jordan Barrows. Incredible. Yeah, I know. Um, so it was kind of a weird day there where, oh, my gosh, see, thinking about hanging it up. You know, he's talking about, you know, I'm I'm, I'm learning to appreciate the other things. He's loving this time with his family. Right. This it has that. to be a really weird um, – not weird. It has to be a really um, a different situation for him and, and uh, somewhat overwhelming, you know. Anytime you get done with a, an Olympic cycle, it's like reshifting gears, maybe taking a moment off. But you know, he has two little ones, and um, and uh, and he's a celebrity, you know. So for sure, uh, and he and he and he took a, he took a, he lost, you know. So probably a lot of things going on for Jordan Burroughs. Right. I mean, for me, just like the last line when, when he said, "Maybe I'll see you around." Maybe that was kind of like. I thought I thought that's what he was trying to say. I really did. Like, if maybe we'll see you around, then right, maybe not. Maybe I don't know. May I? Maybe I just looked into it too much. But that's how I read it. That's how I read it, and that's what I. That's how I read it. Too. That's what I thought he was trying to say. But it's not. Jordan Burroughs is not retiring. Um, you know, and he came on this show and said, "I'm going through 2020." You know, yeah. He he told us that so. You know, All right, so I, I think when 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 Jordan is done, we'll know it for sure. I don't think it's going to be any – there won't be any guesswork involved. Yeah, yeah. So it's good. I mean it's – you know, 74, man, is, is so interesting, right? Like Jordan coming through the mini tournament, uh, 
for the 2017 World Championships. Is Dake coming back down? I'll, listen, I don't know if Dake's made up his mind yet or not, but I'm going to say it. He, he's coming down. Like whether, yeah, he's coming wh- down. Whether he's decided or not, that's going to be his decision. I truly, I truly believe that. Oh, I absolutely believe that. Um, and, you know, you saw pictures. Now, part of it so, – so Dake was kind of artificially bulked up for 86. And not even up to 86, right? Like he was eating everything yeah. in sight and wasn't an 86-pounder, 86-kilo right, And let me, let me clarify so this doesn't get blown out of proportion. When I say artificially, I, don't, I am not suggesting performance-enhancing drugs. Right, right, right. What I'm saying, artificially, I mean, he had to, like, bulk up, right? He had to, like, probably take a lot of protein and eat extra meals a day and and, and lift out of his mind and, and, and watch his calorie count, like, on the, you know, yeah. not watch, you know, try to bulk up. But So, right? So, and then he had surgery right after, and he looked a heck of a lot smaller, right? Like, um, because, not again, training. Was, right. And and not not eating eight meals a day to get up to eighty six. So um, he looked a lot smaller when he had. He tweeted a photo, you know, after he had surgery, and he looked a lot smaller. So I, I believe he's coming down. Um, I also believe, though, that regardless of what happened in Rio, that Jordan Burroughs is the best seventy four kilogram wrestler on the planet. Yep. I mean, he didn't win one tournament. Okay. He didn't win one tournament. He was, he was not himself for a day. Okay, um, and if they wrestled over under normal, uh, if they wrestled over, I, I picked Jordan Burroughs from the start. So, uh, why I believe that Dake is amazing, and I believe Dake. It, look, he pushed Jaden Cox, the bronze medalist, to three matches, and I believe that Seriously. Dake can push Jordan. Dake can push Jordan for the spot for sure. Um, that being said, I, uh, Jordan, to me, is still the, the best wrestler on the planet at 74 kilograms. Now, Dake made, Dake made it very clear that part of his reason for going up to 86 was because of the situation of having to beat Jordan two out of three, Jordan sitting in the finals, having to go to an a international tournament and outplay some. It, it's a process, right? And I I agree with the process, um, but now he'd have to do the same thing with Jaden. So that's that's kind of negated. Now you go back down, and it's that leveling pl- level it's, playing it's field. Reverse. It's reverse now. Right, right. Because right? we meddled at eighty six. So, so I I think he's I'm, coming down. I am. Uh, I'm, I'm certain that he is. Right. Um. Where? So that that was Jordan. Glad he's around a couple more years. Now. This Iowa State story was bizarre. I love me some good recruiting twists. I love everything about recruiting, and I love finding out who is on Wrestler X, this mm-hmm. Blue Chipper's top five list. I want to mm-hmm. know your top five list. Then I want to know if you cut it down. Then I want to know if you – what dates you're going on trips. I want to know what football game you're going to or whatever, who's in town that weekend. And I also, I want to know every piece of recruiting juice. I just love the recruiting scene. And it's not often that something like this happens with Iowa state, but I, I like the drama. I ain't gonna lie. I like the soap opera. Um, a, a few years back, 
um, I would just, I guess they just had too much money or not enough money. And um, Jordan Blanton was committed and then he ended up going to Illinois. Um, this is kind of a different circumstance with ISU and Mantonona. Um, Mantonona commits and according to one source, they told him if he goes on another recruiting trip that his offer will be rescinded. Um, according to Mantanona, he didn't know that or he thought opposite. Um, so what do you make of it, Christian? Um, I think I think when you when you consider Anthony Mantanona, he's high risk, high reward. There's there's some. Um, High risk, high reward in in what facet? In wrestling? He well in the whole the whole thing. I mean, because it's not just wrestling that they come. They have to do. There's well, school. Yeah. There's a social component. There's a lot of. It could go wrong there. It could go wrong. Right. And we've so, seen on, Anthony. On, hold on. I, I got it. We've seen Mantonona is is inconsistent on the mat. Right? Like he'll win Fargo Greco and then freestyle DNPs and and. That's kind of his thing, but you watch a good match, and it's like, oh my gosh, this kid could be a national champion. So maybe is there a little bit of, we got a little overextended. Maybe we were, maybe we offered more than we should have for for this guy. I don't know. Maybe maybe a recruit they didn't think they had a shot with is now like interested, and it's like, well, we promised this money to Mantanona type of deal. Because I don't I don't believe. My my impression of the situation is not that Mantanona was told under no circumstance go on a visit and he's like oh okay oh, I'm going anyways right I don't think that's what happened maybe it was a miscommunication maybe Mantanona thought he heard one thing yeah you can go and um, Coach Jackson thought he said another thing that kind of suggested don't go and he went anyways to, to the OU visit and now we are where we are and they they use that as maybe an out like okay well it's not gonna work out. Yeah, well, you know, they can't comment on recruits, and we might never know the whole story, but, you know, there's also, like, maybe maybe somewhere along the lines, Mansonota did something they didn't like, and they were like, all right, listen, let's get you back on track. No more, no more messing around. You don't have any more strikes. Mm-hmm. And then they did some, then he did something else they didn't like. I don't know. But, I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I think it's a little odd to pull an offer because a kid went on an additional recruit, uh, an additional recruiting trip. But at the same time, maybe there was other factors at play that led to skepticism on: Do we really want to bring this kid on? Yeah, and and you just look at the recruiting classes that Iowa State has kind of pinned. There, there's a lot of there's a lot and a lot a lot of good kids coming in and you know maybe money's gonna get tight and he got squeezed out and you know I don't know I don't know we don't know what happened there officially maybe maybe we'll never know and I don't know where Mantanona's gonna wind up will he go to OU will he stay closer to home I I'm not sure but it was a bizarre bizarre situation that you don't ever see play out publicly and why it would get out there why something like this would become public why Iowa State would kind of find make this find a way to the press is what 
really makes this story all the more peculiar and unique, right? I, well, I understand it. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I, I, I don't think it's peculiar. I think, I think. Listen, uh, if if there are things going on, right? Uh, on face value, our our guy. We got a verbal from a guy. He takes another trip. We're we're pulling a scholarship. On face value, that sounds well. That's odd. But when there's other things going on behind the scenes, and it leaks out, maybe they, they want maybe they wanted it to leak out and say, Anthony, you know, you need to change some things up. Yeah, I don't know, but they made it sound like it was all about the visit, though. And, well, and that's probably not, they, so. It's yeah. like be real, right? Yeah. If that's not why, what? Well, why? And maybe you don't want to get well, into that. I don't know. That, maybe that was the cleanest way to not throw a kid under the bus just say right yeah I mean, you don't even have to say that you don't have to give a kid a reason I mean it's like it's not gonna work we thought it would it's not bye yeah. you don't you don't have to you're not required to give a reason like true not the hadn't signed anything if you don't like hey we thought it would work it's not gonna work yeah you know that, that kind of thing happened with uh with, you know what else didn't quite work it it, it, it worked but it didn't work Sort of worked. Your article about the um, referee—I mean, it's working on some level, but you would have thought, like, a, a national outlet would have picked—not uh, a national outlet, an international. This is an international story. You would thought maybe, like, I thought when when you when we're all when we're all working on this and we're going through the numbers, and you publish it, like, well, the Times or Washington Post, somebody's going to pick this up. The New York Post, uh, New York Times, wanted to run this report. They got it somehow. Did I tell you this? Yes. But they didn't get permission from whoever to run it. Um, so I don't know why that is. Well, why? <laughs> I, all right, listen. We're not a very big sport. The Olympics were over. Maybe that's why. Why is this not a wrestling story? Why isn't it a wrestling? Oh, you mean why isn't it on other wrestling publications? <laughs> it's got completely like it didn't happen. They'll they'll run. You'll see an article about a, a D three coach getting a DUI on, <laughs> on some national publications. But uh, um, you, you catch you catch UWW or a, a referee. You catch a referee red handed orchestrating cheating at the Olympics. Ah, nah. Like we're you're not even gonna like p- devote time to this. This is not a, a story that matters. Like, why? Is it because we did it? Like, what? Like, you you don't want to get... I mean, to be fair, it would require a lot more work than, than regurgitating a police report. But, you know, maybe just, if there's one time... Hey, guys, if there's one time you're going to just um, work, you know, and do something hard instead of, you know, uh, uh, an interview with a wrestler or instead of just uh, really some low-hanging fruit, if there was ever a time you were going to really, you know, strap up and do some work, maybe this was the time. You know, you could have put in a little bit of time, put in a little bit of work, and you could have had your own little angle on this story, or you could have done something with it. But instead, uh, I guess the work was was a little too much. It looked a little too daunting. For for us, it was absolutely worth it. It was worth every hour, and it was hours and hours of work. But ultimately, the the, the health of the sport is the health of, is the in the balance, the right? And and uh, look, we'll be I'll be honest. We'll be honest. Um, we're, you know. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no. 
Yeah. I mean, but that we can talk about it, that it later. It, it, it certainly doesn't help uh, flow wrestling relationship right. UWW. Absolutely right? correct. It doesn't, endear, it doesn't endear us to UWW, right? We're trying to we're trying to maintain and build inroads with UWWs. Um, obviously, that's obvious. We we streamed a bunch of things, um, including junior and cadets. Um, World Cup, Pan and, Ams. and and Flow Arena is moving. UWW is moving to Flow Arena, by the way. Right. Um, so, so there's a relationship there, but us writing this article is not, it's not helping our relationship there. But it was imperative for the health of the sport. How do you not? This, How do you not? Come out. I right? mean, shoot, prove. You know what? Re- other wrestling media, maybe prove to the contrary. Maybe show. You know, maybe this didn't happen. I mean, you're not going to come up with that, but you know. Do something. You can't ignore this story. How does this not... Uh, this is like one of the biggest wrestling stories of all time. You know? When you think about the the orchestrated cheating at the Olympic Games. That's the pinnacle, right? That's what we get told. That's what NBC tries to tell us. It's important. Um, then if it's important, it's important. And that it's done fairly is absolutely important. And when you consider why we got kicked out of the Olympics in the first place was because... We had some shenanigans, and we had some some people um, in leadership um, that that needed to be out, and they got they got those out, and we have good leadership for the most part now, for the most part. But you still have to understand how this looks for the sport, and I mean, ultimately, we hope that this leads to leads to changes that that can help us, that can help our standing, so that our status in the Olympic program is forever as it should be yeah and the point is nobody else <laughs> nobody else wrote anything about it and mm-hmm. there's uh sort of a reaction on a russian website and mommy Shvili, um in another article commented on it of course he's denying things um and i, I got a i got a dm from someone a fan uh who a very um, knowledgeable fan that told me and uh a referee from Azerbaijan was quoted as as saying as denying it, but I asked him for that article and I, I haven't got it yet. So um, apparently, he made an official comment, um, but not too much. There's not too much um, being written about it. There's not too much commentary on it. Um, Silvestri's still ducking me. Won't hit me back. Yeah, now, you haven't heard haven't heard that much. Now I know that. Um, United World Wrestling will have a response at some point, um, but they're just things that they they're just things that have that have hindered that from happening that are kind of outside of their control. Which I'm not going to get into, but you should just just know it, it kind of makes sense why we haven't heard anything yet. Um, but yeah, I, I don't understand why no one felt like everyone. <laughs> you know what was funny? Who who didn't run with the? Uh, the freaking Hindustan Times story about yeah. Asgaroff running. Y'all went wild on that one, wrestling media. Y'all, y'all just took the bait and just went with it when they, they made up a source. And I said they made up a source. And then it comes out, yeah, they've just made that up. And y'all ran with that one. We're, but this one, nah, we're out. Embarrassing. You should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> All right. 
Lil Yaz going up. Lil Yaz turning into Big Yaz. Who did I argue with about this? Do you remember? We're, I don't know if you were there. I was like, he's going to go up eventually. And sure enough, he it, is. It, it wasn't me. It wasn't even you. Though, even though I'm, you know, I'm I somebody was, who always says I think it was small, Nomad, actually. I'm pretty sure it was Nomad. Because you could see even... He's big. I mean, the first time, the first time I saw him was 2013, 2014. Junior Worlds. Junior Worlds. And I'm like, this kid's gangly. He's going to keep growing. And He's he, going to keep, keep growing. And he did. And now he's still growing. He's changed a weight every year since then. He went 66 Junior World Champ, 70 Junior World Bronze, 74 Olympic Champion. 86, he's going to be the, I don't know. Uh, so, I think, man, 74 clears out. Deuce, yeah, that's another. That's G another. Godoyev out. Yazdanich, which I I've, I still so badly want to watch Jordan beat that beat that guy. Because Yazdanich Sharadi, I feel so confident he would win that match. But we may never see it. But that won't stop Jaden from, from giving him that work. Because I, I think... I think Jaden beats him as well. Um, but I always, that's kind of just a little I dream think match. I think Jaden beats him as well, but, I, you know, I'm done. Doubting. Little yes. Um, but I, I don't. He's I, young, I, I, man. I, but, I, but I will. I think Jaden's better. Um, which which begs the question, you know, Godoyev, do you think Godoyev's that big to be an 86? Because I don't. He's huge. He's He's huge, Y-U-G-E, enormous. They said he started his cut like months and months. Like he is absolutely enormous. I mean, did you see him next to Jordan? I mean, he was like, Jordan's, Jordan is not small, but, but he's not. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan's a small 74. Jordan, no, I won't say he's small. He's not especially big. Jordan's one of the smallest 74s in the oh, world. Oh, stop. The smallest, one of the smallest good ones. He is, really. Is. Well, Godoyev is but, large. Godoyev was much bigger than Yazdana Chirati. And they're both going up. G Godoyev. So so who so who backfills? Who's you know Sargush, you got, bring him back. Burroughs and Dake at seventy four in America, but internationally, who's your stars? Who's uh, the, who's the stars at seventy four? At seventy four? Well I mean <laughs> Sargush Sargush will be back. You know, um, Hassanov stop. You know, like, but it's a great, it's a fair question. It's a fair question. Like, who else is like, um, who else is elite in that class? Like at seventy four k. Um, is there any? Are there any juniors? I mean, Mark Hall wins juniors. Mark Hall, Mark Hall won juniors. I don't know. I don't know who else is good. And Iran apparently is like desolate there. Like at seventy four. Like, the whole thing with Yosdan Chirati going up is like, well, my coach has to give me permission, which apparently the Olympic champions don't don't call the shots there. But <laughs> you, you would think he would have, you know, permission to kind of do what he wants. No, I think. Right. He has to ask for permission, but little Yaz does what he wants to do at this point. He could he could run for parliament and he's in. Do they have parliament in Iran? I have no idea. <laughs> I was about to say, if you if, – I never know what you do and don't know, cause like you will know some random stuff. I'll be like, really? He'll be like, yeah. Then, uh, then you'll say <laughs> something like that. I'm like, oh, there's Parliament in Iran. You're like, I made that up. So you never know. So he's going up. I think we think. 
Um, but yeah, go ahead. Come come get some of Jaden. See how that come goes. Get some of Jaden. All right, I guess we'll turn to your rankings. But first, I I mean in in, in going to that, you want to talk about Missouri fans? Are they on you again? They don't stop, yo. You know what? You know what it is. It all starts with Askren. Askren whines, and then they're like, "He's our leader. He's the best wrestler in Missouri history." Well, maybe J- Jaden could change that, but either way, he's like the most iconic Missouri Tiger probably ever. And you know, they're like, "Well, they're just taking their cue from him." So now these other awesome wrestlers are like, "Yeah, let's get him." But they are they are truly. I'm just gonna be honest. M- Missouri is by far. They passed. Iowa, and this is unthinkable. So far, they passed Iowa as the as the whiniest fan base, which is, you know, if is you it, if you had told me that a year ago, I would say, you know, they've got some promise, but they've got a long way to go. But they have, they have, they passed them. They passed them. There's nothing else when, to say. They're the whiniest. Remember when Askren was on the show and he said something about how you got to fight for the small schools <laughs> when Missouri's a very large and a very large program, a very large school, and at this point, one uh, it's a well-established wrestling power, right? I mean, it's a top 10 school right It's a now. national power. It's a national power. Is this is this uh, uh, universal? In do, do Missouri wrestlers think that they're the little engine that could or something? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. wait, guys, hold on, hold on. You're not, you're not, you're not Edinburgh, okay? Edinburgh is like that's a little school, and they are. Edinburgh is the little engine that could and does, right? But like Missouri, it's it's established, right? You, you're you're a power program, you're a power school, you're you got that SEC money coming in. Like, just stop it. And you you're awesome at wrestling. And Willie right, Mi- so, what, so explain what they're whining about now. Um, Willie Mickless, which they don't want they don't want to answer. The real questions. All they want to say is he's a two-time AA. He's a two-time AA. He's a two-time AA. Congratulations. Who, who's who's refuting that? Who's refuting that Willie Miklas has is two for two? Okay, no one, nobody. Okay, that's not the point though. All right, you have to look at the wins and the losses, and you cannot you cannot compare Willie Miklas and Zach Zavatsky and come away with the conclusion that they are same. They are close. I will give them that. But wins and losses, it's just not, they're not that comparable. I mean, they're like, this kid was in the NCAA semis. I was like, fact, that is accurate. Would you like to hear his path to the NCAA semis? Let me read them to you. Can I hear him? He beat one Corey Grigo. Then he beat um, Joe Areola. So he makes the quarters, doesn't beat a seated wrestler. Both those guys are unseated. Then in the quarters, he has Lorenzo Thomas, the 11th seed. Okay? So that's his path to the NCAA semis. And you say he can't help who's put in front of him. He can't help his path. And I say, true. But he can help who he beats. And he can also help who he loses to. And they, they, they want to talk about his path on the first three, but they don't want to talk about him triple dipping down to sixth place. From the NCAA semis. That doesn't ever come up. They don't want to talk about those losses. All they want to talk about is he was in the NCAA semis. Well, you know what? If you're going to talk about the wins, you got to talk about the losses. And Zach Zavatsky has better wins 
and has more acceptable losses, in my opinion. And he has a head-to-head win over Willie Miklas. So no one's no you, one's I've... no one's taking away his medal, guys. I'm not saying he's not an All-American. I'm just I'm looking at the information, and I'm the biased one. But you're the one that graduated from the school. I yeah right. I'm telling you, I, I feel your pain. I've said it before that people will say, I'll get a parent or a coach that says, but my kid was sixth at Ironman. My, my kid was seventh at Super 32. Mm-hmm. Well, look at the path. Like, don't look at the, don't look at the team. Don't look at the uh, tournament name, right? Don't look at the tournament name. Right. If, if, if Willie Miklas took sixth at, Reno TOC with the same path would they be would they be arguing right 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 I mean uh, I, I don't know the, the argument there and they want to talk about Sammy Brooks and I'm like well hold on slow down you don't get to Sammy Brooks yet you got you got to pass Savasky first and you can't pass Savasky this guy beat um, Matt Miller Willie Miklas Pete Renda who placed third twice Vic Avery uh, you you don't compete with those with those wins, Hayden Zilmer, uh, I'm sorry, it doesn't happen. And you know what? Z- Zavatsky's two losses were to Renda, who he beat twice, and Nate Brown, who's an NCAA finalist. So, where is Renda? Is he redshirting? He's redshirting. He's redshirting. All right, all right. So let's we we left off at 84, right? I mean, we we did 74. I don't know. Um, 65. And 74 we talked about. And I don't think we did 80. Yeah, so we left off at 84. So Gabe Dean, is Gabe Dean's world? You would think so, right? Like, but he's taken losses the last two years he's won. So he's not unbeatable. We've seen it. We've seen Nolan Boyd beat him. We saw two years ago when Hayden Zilmer and Taylor Meeks beat him and nearly Brett Farr. So he is, I'm not calling him a lock. I'm not going to call him a lock. He's my pick. He's a favorite, um, but if Bo Nichols at this weight, that's a that's concerning, right? Don't mm-hmm. you? But I think okay. how many guys can beat? How many guys can reasonably beat Gabe though? I don't know if Miles can. I don't know if that's a great matchup there. Can Bo? Would Bo, you say? I think Bo Nickel can. I think he can. I think he can. Hey, um, why? Why Miles Martin and Bo Nickel? And by the way, for the people that are com- complaining or debating if who should be ranked higher, Miles Martin or Bo Nickel, the answer to that is Miles Martin. Um, yeah. But why Miles and Bo ahead of Dudley? Well, Dudley, Dudley had some 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 bad moments last year. You know, he lost to Gravina. He lost to you know he had a lot of losses. He lost to Brooks. He lost to Miklas. Those aren't really bad losses. He lost to McCutcheon. Um, so that's why. You know, he lost. He had some losses. Well, all right. Here's how I look at it. I think the national champions are 1-2. Okay? So start with that. And Gabe Dean clearly, and you compare those two NCAA champions, Dean was much better last year than Miles, right? That's, like, accepted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, so then Bo Nickel. Or Tim Dudley, which which was the better? Bo Nickel was the clear number one guy basically all year long. Even though he took a loss to Nate Jackson, um, th- this guy beat basically everyone in his path, including Nate Jackson. Everyone he beat, he all 
or everyone that he, the two guys he lost to, he like either avenged or owned that that battle. He was just a lot more consistent last year at 174 than TJ was at 184. And not that the weights matter, but so Bo was better than TJ last year. So that's why he's ahead of him. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't have a Gravina loss in there. He doesn't have a McCutcheon loss in there. Um and still Penn State fans want to be like, "Oh, he's not he's not going. He's not going up." But I be, I just believe that he is. I could be wrong. Yeah. And I, listen, from an editorial standpoint, if you're reading the tea leaves, if if the if the program doesn't release the information that says if he is or is not going up and what their lineup is going to be, and then it becomes the responsibility of the journalist to read the tea leaves and take the, the information and and guess. And so you're doing it the right way. Yeah, I'm guessing. No guarantees. Things can change. Although Penn State is one of those teams, they don't have those late season shifts. They don't pull guys out of red shirt mid year. They don't. They don't do a lot of that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? No, uh, but I mean, we're going to see in the you know, probably the first week of the season, right? Right. Right. We'll know then. So it's not going to be right. like a, a late game game changing decision. One ninety seven. Mm hmm. Oh my gosh. What are you saying? Oh my gosh. Are you looking at this weight? What's going to happen in a year? Look at this senior, weight. Senior, 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 senior. Uh, Cox, Farr, Hart's a junior. Yeah. Harner's a senior. Aaron Studebank is ranked fifth, huh? The, are you seeing this weight? Do you see, do you understand why I'm saying, oh, my gosh, this weight? Yeah, it's not good. It is not good. This is not a good weight. It's not good. If, if Jaden doesn't win the Hodge... With this weight, yo, listen, man, I, I get it. You're awesome, but you you should be pinning these guys. This is the and no, and I people got mad at me last year when I said 165 um, was was the least deep and the weakest weight, and now I'm passing the torch to 197. And I'm sorry to all you 97 pounders out there. It doesn't mean you're bad at wrestling. I'm just saying this weight is weak and it's irrefutable. It it's the weak. It's the weakest weight in the country. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just, it just, it, is. it, it simply is. Yeah, look. It, it gives me no here, pleasure. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to belittle anybody, but this way is weak. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. All right. It's bad. So, Jaden Cox, Brett Farr, Jared Hart, Brett Harner. Brett Harner is a returning All-American. Studebaker is not, right? Studebaker Correct. Is he, got them okay. hot, he got them hot flashes last year. Uh, Jared Hart. Um, yeah, but he Studebaker's solid, I guess. Yeah, Weigel's uh, Weigel came on at the end of last year. You know, he beat Pat Downey, which is that win uh, looks better. You know, as time goes on, Downey had a great NCAAs at at one ninety seven. Now he's going down to one eighty four. Maybe I don't want to talk about it no more. Huh? Let's go. I don't want to talk about it no more. <laughs> we going heavy? We go to heavyweight. What What are we supposed to talk about there? Um, heavyweights better. Right, you got some good guys ranked deep. You know Tanner Hall at eleven. You know you see Tanner, someone as good as Tanner Hall at eleven. You're like, all right, this is something. Nick Neville's is seventeen. Um, that's pretty good. You know Kyle Snyder is he is the most overqualified NCAA wrestler of all time? Right. Soup de Jeunet. Yeah. Then, uh, Sammy Stoll at seven. Uh huh. I heard Sammy Stoll can roll right now if he wants to, but. He does Obviously. what he, he Sam Stoll does what he pleases. 
They're gonna slow play it, right? Cause why? Cause why, why not? Cause why? Um, Desi back in the mix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Connor Medbury, man, seems like he's been around forever. Did he take an Olympic? Yeah, he took the Olympic, and he had a regular in the mix too. So he's getting he's that, on that he's, he's getting game. getting that PhD there at Wisconsin. He so I think I think Walls and Medbury are the are the class there below below Snyder above the rest. That's my like tier. Desi, I think so. Desi Desi loses matches. You know, I can't believe I'm. I shouldn't say I can't believe, but I thought Desi was going to be the Olympic. He can't beat Jarvis or whatever for O Canada. I'm not, How did I? That... Th- I don't even think he. I don't even think he lost to Jarvis. I think he lost to somebody else. Yeah, I think you're right. I can't believe it either. How did that happen? He's so. Um, he's, I mean, he's good. He's he's really good. He's really good for Canada standards. You would think, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I love it. Apologies to America's hat. I, I shouldn't have said that. I'm, I'm glad you said it. I'm glad I said it, too. Said what I meant. You know, I'm a little salty because the Blue Jays eliminated my Orioles, and they threw a beer on our player while he's trying to make a catch. Classless Canadians. <laughs> Even though all of them are from, like, the United States and Puerto Rico and Mexico. Well— the Toronto player didn't throw. It was the fan that threw the beer. Oh, the sh- yeah. Oh, they, yeah. Interestingly, they don't drink beer during the game. The players. Gotcha. Well, Red Sox gotcha. do. Red Hockey Sox do. Players might. Yeah, the Red Sox did a couple years ago. They were ordering Popeyes and drinking beer in the dugout. Anyways, that's that's Doug. That's a uh, Coach Schwab's problem there. Those Red Sox. Anywho, Coach Schwab likes the Red Sox. Oh my! What are you kidding me? What is wrong with him? He loves the Red Sox. But you like the Yankees. That's way worse. It's not way worse. It's far worse. Evil Empire. Schwab has no relationship with Boston. What relationship? Well, who's he supposed to like? He lived, He grew up in Iowa. The, you, you grow the, up in Iowa, you root the, for Kansas City Royals. The, the Barn Owls or whatever? I don't know. No, Iowa people root for Kansas City or Minnesota. Listen, you're from Pennsylvania and you like the Redskins? And you're from basically an hour from Philly, and you like no Philly team. So what on earth are you talking about, you hypocrite? Just yeah, apologize yeah. to Coach Schwab. Just apologize. We'll move on, and it can be over. I'm not apologizing. I think it's odd. You're. It's odd that someone from um, Eastern Pennsylvania is a fan of the Yankees and the Redskins. Can we, if we're talking about odd? Um, Yankee Stadium is five miles farther from my house than the, the, the Philly Stadium. Whatever. Five miles. Whatever. Whatever. I'm pretty sure you made that up. I'm not gonna. I'm uh, not gonna. I'm not gonna. Pl- I'm not gonna plug those into MapQuest right now. Google Maps is your friend. All right. Let's. Um. Enough of you and your. So, <laughs> kind of a funny thing there, Willie. I, I have to have a conversation with Coach Swab. I hope he. Uh, nothing. I hope he smokes you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be there for that beatdown. Um. So I got my jokes off last time uh, when 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 a pre- set of preseason rankings came out. Had a little chuckle because Penn State was ranked uh, seventh in those. I was like, "Well, that's yeah, just... yeah, yeah. remember when you made fun of Win Magazine?" <laughs> Funny. See what what happened was um, <laughs> th- it's gonna be similar <laughs> when our team rankings come out too. And good job. so good job. Now that doesn't. It doesn't really ex- enjoyed the Penn State era. 
that doesn't excuse some of the mistakes they made in like ranking guys that you know don't go to school anymore and are like at the wrong weights and like transferred. Like you're not off the hook for that. But I'm I'm gonna let you slide on the team rankings. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm gonna let them slide because what? How could they be higher? Okay. Just just all right between six weights, Willie. They're scoring seven and a half points. That's it. So what'd you pull out? Rutherford, Nolf, um, Nickel. Rutherford, Nolf, Nickel, and um, that's it. So no, someone. Seven. There's someone else. There's someone nope. else. Through, no, you pulled three guys out, but through seven weights, they've only scored that many points. That can't be right. That can't be right. Hold on. Yes, it is. Gotta be forgetting someone. You get, you get zero points for Suriano. Mm-hmm. Two. Okay, so two for Cortez, two for Gulaban, one and a half for who's sixty-five. Vincenzo, one and a half for Shakur, yeah, and a half a point for Neville's. That's your thing, and the and the big hitters are Zane, Nolf, and Nicka. Wow, so it's insane. But it's right, you know. At 25, you're not scoring any points in the rankings right now, and that's you have to look at it with patience. It's not a projection. Is is just answer this question: Is Nick Soriano going to score more than zero points at NCAA's? Yes. Is Jared Cortez going to score more than two points at NCAA's? He'll score more than two points. Yes. Will Jimmy Gulaban score more than two points? Yes. Will Vincenzo Joseph score more than one and a half? Yes. Will whoever is their 74 score more than one and a half? Uh, probably. Will their 97 score more than zero? I don't even know who their 97 pounder is. Well, if it's Kassar, yes. And Does Kassar, I, I don't even know if Kassar has two workable limbs. It's just the shoulder. I don't know. They need him. What do you think about Kellen Stout? I think he's, I mean, the book on him is he's really solid. He's a tough kid and good pedigree. His dad is an All-American, but, um, and a really great kid. Um, so maybe he's the, maybe he's he, the answer. He, he always, I, I think he could be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. And this is like, maybe, you know, he's been in the, this is his second year in the Penn State room, but um, he's always been really limited offensively. Like even, against kids that he was much better than he wins 2-1 matches and stuff like that. Well, the good thing for uh, him is in the he's in the Penn State room where they tend to find a way to get guys the legs consistently. Right. And then heavyweight Nick Nevels is scoring a half a point currently at the 17th yeah. spot. So, ah, this is why they're not going to be they're going to be like 6th, I think. Oh my god. We're only I, making him 6th because Win made him 7th. No, I'm not. That's what I don't get to choose it. It chooses for me. I just plug it. What are you going to do with, but, but can't the same things. And I don't know this. I don't, I don't know the, um, the dynamics of every team. Right. But can the same things be said for other teams or other teams inflated? Give me a team. Like, uh, Um, Oklahoma state is going to be number one. Okay. I, uh, Oklahoma state, for instance, so at, at 25, they're scoring a point and a half. At 33, they're scoring six and a half. With... So, let me, but, uh, let's just go through the kids that are ranked lowish only because of 
they haven't been in the lineup before. Like Penn State has a bunch of those guys: Suriano, Cortez, um, Vincenzo Joseph, Shakur. Right. The the only the reason their team ranking is lowballed is because they're starting new guys who we expect to do better than what their rankings are. Right. Um, who are the new guys in Oklahoma State? Uh, who are the, I mean, is Kemmer lowballed? I see. And Kemmer wrestled more of a, a schedule like Vincenzo. Right. Vincenzo didn't wrestle anyone last year, so he's not. Right. I, I, I'm not. I'm not asking. No, no, no. I'm, but I'm explaining. I'm explaining what happened. So, like we're, for Kimmerer, no, he's not that lowballed. He's like a top ten guy. He's ranked seventh because he right. he beat guys. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know for for Oklahoma State, Piccinini's not scoring a lot of points. But Oklahoma State is a combination of a couple of things. One, you have someone like Preston Weigel, who you wouldn't expect to be a big point scorer. He's ranked sixth in the nation right now because. That's the way he's in, right? And then you have a lot of established guys. You have you have Heil, you have Kalika, you have Joseph Smith, you have Chandler Rogers, and, and Kyle Crutchmer and Nolan Boyd. Those guys are just established dudes that are ranked high. Now there's mm-hmm. some combustibility there in that. How much higher can Oklahoma State climb? Not a whole. Does that make sense? Like I, I could so. I could blow up. I think I said that right. I might not have. But I think I said it right. Those that could blow up. You know, those guys could come back down. Joseph Smith's ranked third. He could maybe not finish that. Um, you know, Anthony Colica fourth. He could certainly not finish fourth again, right? Like that weight's going to be tough, and there's going to be guys there. So yeah. I, I'm. They could come back down to earth. Ohio State. Kyle Snyder can't get no, higher see, than first. Yeah, he can't. He can't. But that's a good example, right? Um, Nathan so. Tomasello can climb one spot exactly. Um, Micah Jordan can't climb all that much higher. What um, about Keyshawn? Keyshawn's got some room, but that we've talked about, about that way. What about Colin Moore? Colin Moore's got a yes. Colin Moore's a definite opportunity there. Definite yeah. opportunity there. Um, you know, Bo Jordan's not gonna score any more points. Miles Martin's at the two spot. And the Miles at the two. A lot of people say I don't think he's gonna finish top two. That's probably gonna be the prevailing thought because people watch the nickel. Miles right, Martin. So, so Penn State, obviously, the team with the most room to improve. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, they have seven, seven, and six of them probably very talented guys. And, and you know, where does McCutcheon factor in here? I, I, I can't imagine McCutcheon does not end up starting this year, right? Like that, that feels like it'll get figured out in one way or another. Like, yeah. I feel like he's he's too good not to be in the mix. So, oh, Christian Piles. Oh, you got. We, oh, you got. Go somewhere. You got tea time. No, no, no I got to jump on a plane. Oh. Uh, I got to get all the miles out of my GoGo account for this month. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna take an extra flight so you can surf the web at super slow speed. Hey, next week, Super Thirty Two will be crushing that on a Tuesday, right? We'll, oh my uh, gosh. FML, we'll be blowing Super Thirty Two up. Um, but what day do you leave for Super Thirty Two? Um, starts on Saturday, so I leave Friday. So we can run it back twice next week. Oh, right? we we run it back to back. Yeah, Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday for sure. Which is not back to back. There's a day in between. But it kind of sound kind of sounds cool to say it. Sounds way cooler. Way cooler. Than Tuesday, right, right, right. So yeah, we're uh, that's it. You're getting on a plane. We got we got a lot of stuff going up. Hey, who's number one highlights coming up? Uh, another hour or two. So get ready for that. Um. Willie, you gotta say your piece now because I'm gonna unplug you and that's it. Okay? Do you have any any final words? 
Yeah, just want to say uh, thank you to Under Armour and Scrap Life, my man Donnie Bashada. We're gonna hit those. We're gonna hit that craps table sometime soon, my man. And um, and uh, I will be jumping on a plane back to Austin and then immediately start my training to not take out venom. <laughs> what? Yeah, you better get your antibodies up. All right, see you, bud. Later. All right, let me get let me do a, a quick little switcheroo here. We'll do this real proper. You know, we don't want you we don't want you guys to think we're we're doing it halfway just cuz Willie's not here, you know. We're going to do it right and we thank you guys so much for tuning in to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Big shout, big thanks Under Armour Wrestling. Get the get the get everything at scraplife.com. We'll be coming back Tuesday. We're going to see you then. Have a good weekend, guys. Go Redskins.